Welcome back to another episode of the Rise Station podcast. I am your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider. My hope is to demystify mental illness by sharing with you bite-sized practical nuggets on how to live a more fulfilled life. Each week, I share a little bit of mental health education mixed in with some wellness tips. I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you receive alerts every Monday at 7 a.m. when I upload a new episode. Do me a favor and share this information out to your friends and your family. There is nothing better than a friend or loved one who wants to see you growing and thriving with them. Today, I will be discussing emotionally unavailable fathers and their impact on their daughters into adulthood. This is part three of a four-part series of parent wounds. Please go back and check out episode 81 to catch up. Before we get into today's topic, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.RestorativeFamilyServices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. Okay, we're back. So what is the father wound? Well, this concept refers to emotional wounds surrounding the father-daughter or father-son relationship. The father wound refers to an injury that was sustained in childhood due to emotional unavailability of the father. You know, these wounds typically manifest in adulthood as codependent behaviors, and we'll take a look at that later on. But the term father wound is not one that we hear about a lot. We hear it called a different term called daddy issues, right? So a woman with daddy issues has either been abandoned or neglected by her father physically, mentally, or emotionally. Now, before I get into today's topic, I always like to do this, you know, public service announcement, okay? Because I don't want any dads calling me or reaching out. But what we have to understand is that when we embark on our healing journey, it is about us and it's not to be used as a weapon against our parents. See, I knew you did this to me and this is why I'm holding all this resentment, but it is to acknowledge, understand our pain and get clarity on how we can adjust our behaviors so that we live the life that we want to live. All right. So this is for you. The other thing I want to state is that Not all women with absent fathers or emotionally unavailable fathers develop daddy issues. Some develop healthy coping strategies and go on to learn lessons and live completely well-rounded lives. Okay, so it's just about understanding if this resonates with you, then taking the information to go along your healing journey with. All right, so 
when we talk about father wounds, there are many ways a father wound can manifest, right? I'm going to go over four different types of father wounds. So the first type, number one, is the overindulgent father. And that's the father who spends money rather than time, right? So the father who isn't present, but will purchase a lot of things and provide material items for their daughter. And if there's no rules in place, this can breed entitlement for the daughter in which she expects material possessions as a means of showing love in relationships. So she expects her partner to buy her the bag. And if he doesn't buy her the bag, he doesn't love her, care about her. And that's just a representation of a father wound. Also, the father might be trying to buy the daughter's love because, hey, I can't be there for you physically or emotionally, but I can buy you this bag. And that leaves the daughter feeling emotionally void. So again, breeding entitlement. The second type of father wound is the emotionally unavailable father. Now, this type of father could be present physically, but emotionally distant, withdrawn, and just doesn't show a lot of verbal or physical affection to their daughters. So what happens with this type of a wound is because the father isn't there emotionally, the daughter is still seeking that love. So she goes and looks for that in other men. Number three is the violent or abusive father. So a father who was violent could be unpredictable in childhood. The daughter might need to walk on eggshells, not really able to trust or feel safe in her father's presence. So this can manifest later in adult years as the inability to trust partners, trust other men or trust being around other men. Number four, and this is my last type of father wound, would be the dependent father. Now, this type of father depends on their children to meet emotional or physical needs. Maybe they're disabled. Maybe they have a substance abuse where they can't be the parent to their children. Or maybe they're not emotionally mature enough that where they feel like they need their children to console them and rather than consoling their children. And this manifests with daughters who may be parentified demonstrating early on caretaking roles. They may take on controlling behaviors in relationship. They may want to steer the ship. They may want to control their partners. Um, this also breeds codependent behaviors later on in their romantic relationships. You know, fathers are important to the structure of the family unit. And having a healed father is crucial to the development of a confident and well-rounded child. So that's why we're covering this information in hopes that it provides clarity into your childhood and also into the behaviors and how you show up in relationships. Father wounds can have a profound impact on adult women. If these wounds are left unhealed, can bleed onto their romantic partners. And also if they have children can bleed into the way they parent their children. But when you know better, you do better. Knowledge is power, all right? And so that's why we're covering today. So let's get into what these look like so that you can identify these wounds. So here are some ways to identify if you're dealing with daddy issues, right? 
how these show up in relationships. Number one, you may have trouble setting boundaries, right? Because there's a fear of abandonment, fear of people leaving your life. So if you tell them no, oh my God, you start to get anxious and worry what this person might do. They might just reject me. They might abandon me if I don't acquiesce to what it is that they're looking for, right? So you may have loose boundaries. You may take on more than your fair share. People might take advantage of you, things of that nature. Number two, low self-esteem, right? Because in your childhood, you did not receive that love from your father. So you're looking for external validation and attention from others, not really ever feeling worthy. Because again, our parents are our first teachers. So if we did not receive that love or if our father was too busy for us or had other things going on. We just felt like we weren't worth the time and we weren't worthy of love. Okay. Number three is not being able to trust your partners, right? So if your father was not consistent whether he was physically not consistent, emotionally not consistent, but if he wasn't consistently showing up for you, you may have trouble trusting that other people will show up for you. You might struggle with trust in relationships. You might struggle with commitment issues in relationships. You might struggle with fear of being abandoned in relationships because that security, that baseline security that was needed in childhood development wasn't there. So you're kind of not feeling that security when you get with other people or not sure that they will show up consistently because you haven't seen it. You might deal with all of these as well. All right. So number four is needing constant reassurance in relationships, right? You're not trusting, again, other people will show up for you. You know, so if someone does something kind for you, you're kind of skeptical about are their kind actions genuine? What is it that they want? Why are they being so nice to me? You know, constantly needing reassurance that, no, I'm doing this because I love you. I'm doing this because I care about you, but really always second guessing what other people's intentions are, whether they love you, how much you mean to them. You know, sometimes this can manifest as it's just feeling like you have to do it all by yourself and not trusting other people's intentions. So number five is clinging to relationships, clinging so much that you can suffocate the relationships, right? Because you fear abandonment that anytime your partner goes out with their friends or anytime they leave you or anytime there's an argument, you're just feeling this overwhelming anxiety that they're going to leave your life forever, All right. And so to ameliorate that uncomfortable anxiety response, you start to become more needy. You start to want to be around your partner all the time to get anxious when they go out to start arguments to, you know, and it becomes very unhealthy. All right. Number six is craving male attention. All right. Because you never felt worthy as a child of receiving your father's attention consistently, you feel the need to go above and beyond to seek male attention externally. And this can get in the way, especially if you're in a committed relationship and you're still looking for that validation from others, whether being overly flirtatious, 
whether dressing provocative or posting on social media or looking for compliments so that you can feel good about yourself because you're craving that male attention. Number seven is preferring sexual relationships over emotional ones. Now, a woman with daddy issues can be sexually aggressive because the more a man craves her sexually, you know, she gets certain needs met, whether there be physical needs of pleasure or attention, just having that one-on-one time that she craves monetary benefits. But there is a underlying fear of abandonment, but also that if she performs well sexually, that there will be a lust over her or craving for her. And, you know, it's also hitting on the need to earn her way around relationships. Number eight is choosing partners who are also emotionally unavailable. So choosing partners who are very similar to your father. If your father was not emotionally available, choosing partners who are very similar because that's what is familiar. And healing from these wounds takes a lot of patience and self-compassion. So understanding these childhood wounds provides you with clarity and insight into how you show up in relationships and how you also parent your children. So we're going to talk next about how can we overcome these father wounds? How can we begin to heal from these father wounds? Number one is get a mental health therapist or life coach to help support you through this process. You don't have to do it alone. And it actually helps to get someone to hold you accountable to look at the things that may be causing some rifts in your relationships. Number two is be intentional about your healing, right? So if you're going to create a practice, maybe journaling, journaling consistently. If you're praying, praying consistently, get a time of day and really start to implement that meditation, exercise, eating healthy, but really get intentional about the things that you're going to be doing as part of this healing journey toward a better you. Number three is set aside the time to be alone, getting comfortable with being by yourself, all right? Because part of healing this wound is to feel the voids within yourself, is to no longer look for external validations, not from your dad, not from external partners, but to actually love yourself wholly so that you can have an overflow of an abundance. So get comfortable, one, with being by yourself, with soothing yourself rather than depending on others to meet your needs. So if there's a breakup that was really terrible and you had some emotional setbacks with this breakup, don't run right into another relationship to have someone else meet that need, but spend some time alone without a relationship, working on yourself, healing yourself so that you can be better for your next partner. Number four is surround yourself with great mentors. Get a great support network people who are well-rounded, people who can provide you good counsel, really get a good support network. Number five is practice assertive communication. Find your voice, speak up for what you are wanting in relationships. Speak up for what you want others to do, what you expect from others. Verbalize your emotions in a healthy way, okay? Be assertive. 
Number six is set healthy boundaries. So saying no when you feel that you can't do it, that the the request is too much, but being able to say no, being able to enter relationships where reciprocity is standard, right? Also, the key here is sometimes less is more. So if you find yourself oversharing, overgiving, overloving, pulling back so that you allow other people to step up, okay? Stepping back so that they can step up and really equalize or balance the relationship out. Sometimes less is more when you're telling individuals information and they use it against you. So now you know that the boundary has to be set with how much information you give them. Because if they don't know nothing, they can't say nothing, right? Okay, number seven is throughout this whole process, you're doing new things. You're challenging yourself in new ways. So be kind to yourself. Show yourself kindness and self-compassion. Keep encouraging yourself, okay? Number eight is practice forgiveness. Practice forgiveness for yourself. I mean, the forgiveness process is all about yourself. Forgiveness and reconciliation are two completely different things. You don't have to call anyone up and say, hey, I forgive you for the things you've done. Forgiveness is a releasing and letting go of anger and resentment in your heart. So forgive yourself one for the things that you have done out of the reactions or the side effects of a father wound. So maybe there were relationships where you could have been the toxic person, but being able to forgive yourself. Also being able to forgive those who have hurt you, your father, past relationships, being able to work through that and forgive those who have harmed you and those you have harmed. Okay. Number nine is stay present. You know, focus on what you can do today. Focus on something small and consistent that you can do each day to move further in your healing journey. My last tip is number 10, learn to let go of past hurt. We're never going to be able to really live a fulfilled life if we're always in the past. If we're stuck in the past, if we're constantly ruminating and obsessing about that terrible thing that person said and did to us, then we're not moving forward and we're not growing. We're anchored in the past. So being able to let go of that. So in conclusion, our fathers are important, staple in the family structure. And when they are not present emotionally, physically, or mentally for their daughters, it leaves a void causing impairments in how their daughters view themselves and also how they view relationships and how they show up in relationships. So while we're not responsible for the hurt someone else has caused us, it is our responsibility to pick up the pieces and heal ourselves so that we can enjoy a more fulfilling life And our partners can get the best version of ourselves and our children can benefit from our healing process. So tune in next week where I discuss the father wound as it relates to their sons. But until then, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. 
nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.